0: don't fret so your grace mrs telford advised you're in a bad way and need your rest Tis not good for ye to stew so but martha knew that the duchess no longer heard much less understood either of them she remained somewhere inside herself her lips moved without making a sound as if in prayerful supplication and she tossed restlessly on her pillow Don't just stand there. Help me. The midwife scowled at Martha, making her realize she'd been standing motionless, staring at the duchess. Her mistress did not look well. The housekeeper doubted she would last the night. Will she live? Martha whispered. Mrs. Telford sent an appraising glance at the Duchess's face, the harsh lines around her own mouth deepening into grooves. "'I don't know, but tis not doing her a bit of good, ye standin' there like that. Tis time to clean the whelp up!' Sternly reminded of her duty, Martha pulled away from her mistress's bedside and headed off to bathe the new arrival. His small weight felt good in her arms. She had been unable to bear children herself, at least any that lived beyond their first month, and had been looking forward to having a little one in the house. But when she reached the small antechamber where a bowl of tepid water waited and began to sponge the child off, she couldn't escape a heavy sense of loss. Poor Duchess. Heaven only knew that her life had not been easy since her marriage to the Duke of Greystone. "'Mrs. Averson?' It was the tweeny, the least among the least of the maids. "'Yes, Jane?' The housekeeper paused from her ministrations to look up at the gangly young girl. Only twelve, Jane was all arms and legs and as shy as she was young. "'The master would like to see his son,' she said, slightly out of breath. Martha could tell by the uncertainty in Jane's eyes that all was not well.' "'So the Duke already knows,' she thought, wishing Mrs. Telford had kept her voice down. "'The walls had ears. Evidently someone had already carried tail of the baby's arm to the master. "'And where is he?' she asked. "'I've barely begun to bathe the babe, and he should be allowed to suckle before.' "'I'm begging your pardon, Mrs. Averson,' the jittery girl interrupted, His Grace demands we bring the child right away, lest we both lose our positions. "'He's waiting in the library. "'Mrs. Telford is on her way there.' "'Martha bit her lip and glanced over her shoulder in the direction of the Duchess's room. "'Very well. Fetch a blanket. "'It won't do for the babe to catch a chill, poor little love.' Albert Kimbolton Duke of Greystone was pacing across an exquisite gold and blue Turkish rug when Martha entered. Massive mahogany bookshelves crowded with leather-bound volumes lined three walls. They were dusted once a week, though rarely used. A fire crackled comfortably in the fireplace. The midwife sat in a Chippendale chair near a long rectangular table, the fingertips of both hands pressed together, her lips pursed. At Martha's entry the Duke turned to face her, his brows knitted together, a solid black line atop flashing blue eyes, making Martha shiver as though a cold draught suddenly swept the room. The heir had been born and she was to present him to his father— But this was nothing like the moment she had long anticipated. There were no smiles of delight, no proud glances, only anger seething from the man before her with all the force of a tidal wave. Martha drew a shaky breath. Your son, your grace. Lay it on the table. Greystone did not bother to watch as Martha reluctantly deposited her charge as directed. Instead, he stared into the black night beyond the window that mirrored his savage-looking visage. That will be all. Martha backed away. Only the fear of making matters worse forced her to take one step and then another until she passed into the hall. After closing the door, she paused on the other side to listen to the words floating to her ears from within the library. "'What are you telling me?' Martha could hear the tremor in the Duke's voice even through the door. "'As I said before, your son is deformed,' the midwife explained. "'Tis not uncommon. Such things happen now and again. "'From the look of it, the babe will never have the use of his right arm. "'And his mind, is it similarly defective?' "'An interminable pause.' I cannot tell, Your Grace, t'was such a difficult birth. I see. Will he ride? Hunt? He may do neither. I have no way of knowing how the child will develop. In all honesty, Your Grace, I am far more concerned with your lady. My lady, after five years, this is what she gives me? A cripple? A laughing stock? The sound of shattering glass made Martha jump. The baby began to wail, and she fought the urge to march in and fetch him. But your grace, the Duchess had no...